Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go. All right. Go ahead. The time is now. Let's do it. Here we go. This is the Ike Wingate Show. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning, my dear friends. Welcome to the show. We are back in action here on Monday, July 10th, 2023. So glad you're hanging out here. Of course, this hour you're going to hear celebrity birthdays. This day in history, random facts plus the headlines from around the world that you need to know. Next hour, tips for saving money on a summer vacation. A man rams his girlfriend's car in the Walmart parking lot and the stamp price, well, it's going up. It's actually gone up. We'll tell you about that as well. All that and more coming up today on the show brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law online at ozarkjustice.com or call 479 253 one, two, three, four. Let's go. And a very pleasant Monday morning to you. It is time now for your celebrity birthdays here for Monday, July 10th, 2023. Isabella Merced, the star of the live action Dora the Explorer movie, is 22 today. The Little Mix singer Perry Edwards is 30. Jessica Simpson is 43 today. Thomas Ian Nicholas, the rookie of the year. That's right, he played Henry Rowengardner, who, whose last name was constantly mixed up by the, what was the manager of the team? Gardenhoser, get in here! Anyway, he's 43 today. What else do we got? Uh, Vincent Chase on Entourage, played by Adrian Grenier. He is 47 today. Sophia Vergara is 51. Gary Lennox, I'm sorry, Gary Lavox, I don't know what I'm doing here. Uh, he, Rascal Flats. The singer, yes, with the crazy bleached hair, is 53 today. Pet Shop Boy singer Neil Tennant is 69. Arlo Guthrie from Alice's Restaurant is 76. Robert Pine, Ponch and John's boss, Sergeant Joseph Gutrayer on Chips is 82. It's National Kitten Day today. It's also National Pina Colada Day. And we're 53 days out from Labor Day weekend. On this date in 1925, the... Scopes Monkey Trial began in Dayton, Tennessee. John Scopes was eventually found guilty of teaching evolution at a public school and fined $1,000. In 1979, Chuck Berry sentenced to four months in prison for tax evasion. He underpaid $200,000 on his 1973 tax return. Yeah, he got four months. Some other folks don't get that, I guess. John Carpenter cult classic Escape from New York was released, starring Kurt Russell on this date in 1981. You remember the movie The Fox and the Hound? It was released on this date in 1981. The Monkees got their Hollywood Walk of Fame star in 1989. Boris Yeltsin took the oath of office as the first elected president of Russia in 1991. 
1992, Captain Joseph Hazelwood cleared of criminal responsibility for environmental damage caused by the Exxon Valdez oil spill. The court overturned his conviction because he was the one who reported the spill. How about that? And in 2001, Harrison Ford swooped down in his private helicopter to rescue a 13-year-old Utah uh, Boy Scout by the name of Cody Clawson, who was lost in Yellowstone National Park. Emily Blunt and John Krasinski were married. Yeah, you remember him? Jim from The Office. Also, what, what is it? John Ryan? What, what, what's the name of that show on... Uh... Oh, boy. I got myself in a pickle here. Let's see. Krasinski show on Prime. I just watched it. It's like uh, Jack Ryan. Yeah, not John Ryan. Yeah. New season's out, by the way. Anyway, they got married in 2010 on this date. Carrie Underwood got married to hockey player Mike Fisher on this date in 2010. Those are your celebrity birthdays and this day in history. Good morning. Good morning. It is that time of day for your random facts. The script Charlton Heston holds in the movie Earthquake as he's running lines with Genevieve Bould is actually the script for Earthquake and on the page of the scene being shot. So he has it right there in front of him. He knows what to say, I guess. How about that? The Buick Lacrosse was renamed the Allure when it debuted in Canada in 2004 because in Quebec, cross is a slang term for, well, a very personal matter, I should say. Apparently, Buick stopped carrying by 2010 because they changed it back to the Buick Lacrosse. That is weird. Yeah, it's a family show. Can't go into that kind of stuff. Babies around 300... Babies have around 300 bones at birth. Eventually, those bones fused uh, fused to the standard of 206 bones. 300 bones at, at birth we all had. And now, unless you've maybe rid yourself of a bone or two, you have 2006. So there you go. I'm sorry, 206. It's Monday. What are you going to do? Uh, Speed 2, the movie Speed 2 Cruise Control, only got positive reviews from two major film critics. Nobody liked it except for Siskel and Ebert. How about that? And your final random fact, it's a federal crime to reuse a stamp. Did you know that? Yes, you uh, start messing with the mail system and you are in big trouble. I found that out when I put fireworks in our mailbox as a kid. And my dad said, uh, you could go to jail for that. Yeah. I made it to where, I mean, it was like they were smoking when the mailman got there. He didn't care. He just put the mail in and kept going. What a guy. Glad he didn't report me. I may not be here today with you. May still be doing time for black cats in the old mailbox, kids. Do not do that. It is a federal crime. But uh, if you reuse a stamp, it can get you up to one year in prison. Imagine that. All right, those are your random facts. Good morning. And a very pleasant good morning to you. Did you get any of that rain yesterday? It was nice to uh, kind of cool some things off. Wash some things down a little bit. Yeah, that was good. I know a lot of you uh, came out to the Peace, Love, and a New Library Fundraiser uh, Festival over the weekend. I know uh, our Carroll County Broadcasting team saw many of you out there. A fun time had by all. I was told uh, by a loyal listener that found out for the first time that a Luther burger is not actually a burger. Yeah, that's right. So thank you, Robert, for letting me know that. It is something we assume in our area here, but uh, with new folks moving in, one of the first things we need to explain to them is that a Luther burger is not a burger. 
It is a delicious sandwich. Okay, so that's one. Uh, when people go to, I don't know, the city to hook up their water or whatever they're doing, on that checklist should be explaining what a Luther burger is, where you can get them, and what it is, because that is life-changing, isn't it? I just think that's uh, that's awesome. All right, let's get a look at your headlines from around the globe. This, of, of course, is being brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law. You can find them at ozarkjustice.com. Headline number one, America is wrapped in miles of toxic lead cables. That's according to a recent investigation that was done by the Wall Street Journal. They uncovered that AT&T, Verizon, and other telecom giants have left behind a sprawling network of cables covered in toxic lead under the water, in the soil, and on the poles overhead. As the lead degrades, it is ending up in places where Americans live, work, and play. The companies have known about the cables for decades, according to documents and interviews with former employees, but they haven't meaningfully acted on potential health risks to surrounding communities. Now, in response to the journal's reporting, AT&T, Verizon, and a group representing the telecom industry said they don't believe cables in their ownership are a public health hazard, and they'd work together to address any concerns. And the market faces its next test as earnings season kicks off. Companies have been battling persistent inflation, strained consumer demand, and the Fed's interest rate increases for more than a year. Investors are looking to this next round of reports for insights into how corporate profits are holding up and whether that makes stocks look expensive relative to their value. All right, let's get to the next headline where the Kremlin's push to take control of Wagner is triggering security fears in parts of the Middle East and Africa. A deal to halt Wagner's march on Moscow last month involving absor- involved in absorbing many of its 30,000-strong fighting forces into Russia's regular army, but it's not clear yet on what or how that will happen and how many of the troops will sign up for the fight. It's prompting concern in many of the half-dozen countries in these volatile regions where some 6,000 Wagner fighters, among other functions, provide security to local political leaders often in return for access to valuable resources. And the outcome of NATO's annual summit is going down to the wire on the surface. Cohesion between the members of the North Atlantic Treaty Organization looks strong where all members vocally are supporting Ukraine in its fight against Russia, but conflicts threaten to make the alliance's two-day summit, which starts tomorrow, a tense affair. And McCarthy, in your final headline here, McCarthy, Speaker of the House, is set to tackle a fresh challenge as Congress returns. Top of mind on Capitol Hill as lawmakers come back from recess this week are the annual spending bills to keep the government open, which must be enacted by the time the new fiscal year starts on October 1st. Other priorities include legislation authorizing military programs, updating agriculture and food aid policy, and keeping the country's airports running. Those are your headlines from around the country and around the world. Good morning. Good morning to you. Well, we are just coming off of the holiday week. A lot of people took the week off or took vacations and went somewhere or whatever. And you may be saying, you know what? I didn't go anywhere and I'd like to. Well, that's you. If you're itching to take a trip, got some tips for you on how you might be able to save a little money on your summer vacation. And the first tip is to book your plane tickets now. Try to book your plane tickets a few weeks or months in advance. Last-minute sales used to be common, but not so much anymore. So uh, that is your first tip. Next tip is to be flexible. This is a big one. If you're not dead set on the exact dates, and if you're booking ahead of time, this is something you have the luxury of being able to 
maneuver. But if you are flexible on your dates and your destination, you've got a way better chance of scoring a good deal on plane tickets and hotels. So, you know, mess with those dates. Some of these uh, search engine vacation things have uh, the option of flexible dates, and they'll sort of mess with it to show you what the actual most economic dates are to take a trip. Your next tip is to try to take your trip in August. Yeah, that's not, I mean, it is summertime, right? But uh, school is back in session if you have kids. Uh, If you don't, well, hey, this is a great time because you're better to have, uh, you're likely to have better prices in July than in August. So keep that in mind. I think we went down to Gulf Shores or somewhere around there in August one year when our kids were little and uh, my goodness, was it hot. Wow. Anyway, I mean, you've got the water nearby, so you've got ways to ways to accommodate yourself there. But uh, anyway, just something to keep in mind depending on where you're going. And your next and final tip from Refinery29, who is offering up these tips, says travel on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Saturdays. <laughs> Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Yeah, that's, that's what happens when you only read the first part of the sentence. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays are generally the cheapest days to fly. Fridays and, oddly enough, Sundays are usually the most expensive. Well, because that's when people typically come back from wherever they're going is on Sunday. So if you can fly on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Saturday, maybe take your trip starting on a Tuesday, come back on a Wednesday or something like that, you are likely to find better prices at the airport now. Or at the airline, I should say. But at the airport, on the other hand, you know, there was something like 20,000 flights canceled last week or whatever. Not the most convenient thing to have happen when a lot of people are traveling, but uh, certainly something these days that is the norm. It's hard to avoid it, but uh, if you can, good luck to you. All right, good luck with those tips and have a great vacation. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. A Pennsylvania man is accused of ramming his ex-girlfriend's car repeatedly in a Walmart parking lot. Yeah, uh, I guess he was unhappy about the prices. No, I don't know about that. It was something domestic, right? There was a child inside one of the vehicles as well. Not smart, not safe. The guy's name is Demetric Median. He was taken into custody when his car broke down because of the repeated ramming. Yeah, the uh, ramming of other cars tends to take a toll on the old vehicle there. His uh, Here's the tow truck driver, Keith Heckathorn, who cleaned up the parking lot after the incident, talking about exactly what he witnessed in the event. The whole driver's side from you know the rear wheels to the front was smashed in. The doors were all caved in. Windows were blown out of it, but it was drivable. This one was not because of the steering. I didn't know there was a child in the back of the vehicle, but yeah, that's uh, definitely concerning for sure. Yeah, concerning nonetheless, but the good news is the child was not hurt, at least not physically. The emotional toll is unknown. That is Stranger Than Fiction. Good morning. A very pleasant Monday morning to you. Hey, just by way of reminder, make sure you get in on the Summer of Fun giveaway every single week. We announce the winner every Friday morning, so get by and get signed up at one of the many sign-up locations. Taylor George entered at the Echo Thrift Store in Eureka Springs last week and won a $50 gift certificate to Powell Home and Ranch in Berryville and a $20 certificate to Echo Thrift Store. Now, if you want to find a list of locations to sign up, go to kthsradio.com. Want to take a moment and say thank you to our very fine sponsor, Thurman and Flanagan, Attorneys at Law. Find them at OzarkJustice.com or give them a call at 479-253-1234. Well, I have a story for you here. Not the best news if you're looking to save money. I mean, don't you just 
expect every week something new is going up in price and this time it's stamps yes yet again if you're running low on stamps well i'm sorry because the price went up yesterday officially on the price of a u.s stamp the forever stamps it's almost like you need to go out and uh i don't know this seems kind of weird but if you buy these forever stamps You know that the price is going to go up eventually, so you might as well stock up on them. But uh, this time they've gone up three cents from 63 cents to 20. I'm sorry, to 20. I was literally thinking in my head at the time when I was saying that is uh, I remember when they were 29 cents. Uh, I'm sure many of you can remember when they were far less than that. But uh, anyway, they've gone up from 63 cents to 66 cents. It's the second price jump just this year. The fifth price jump since 2019. At the start of 2019, they were 50 cents. Yeah, they went up to 55 cents that January, 58 in 2021, 60 cents last year, 63 this past January, and now we are at 66 cents. The cost to send a postcard uh, is also jumping from 48 to 51 cents, and sending a letter overseas is now going to cost you a buck 50. Used to be a buck 45. They announced the latest price bumps in April, citing higher operating expenses uh, fueled by inflation. And it's part of their 10-year plan to increase revenue and stop operating at a loss. Yes, one of the many luxuries of government operations is they don't have to make a profit. They don't even have to make more money than they bring in. They don't even have to break even. Uh, So hopefully they can get to that place. But uh, you and I are going to have to be the ones to help them get there. The United States Postal Service had a $1 billion, $1 billion with a B. uh, Yeah, $1 billion net loss. When do you say? In the first quarter of this year alone, $1 billion. You say that's unbelievable, unreal, unacceptable, but it's actually less than the loss that they took on in the first quarter of last year, which was $1.5 billion. So they, you know, they've somehow found a way to justify or or bridge the gap of a half of a billion dollars my goodness my goodness <laughs> uh, i'm laughing so i don't start crying or yelling good morning good morning hope you are having a great monday so far several people from our area went up to kansas city over the weekend or maybe on friday and checked out taylor swift in concert yeah a lot of swifties out there i've seen several photos of local folks uh, online, social media, and whatnot that uh, made the trip. And, of course, there is a trend that has been happening lately where people are throwing things on stage at these musical acts, you know, and uh, not really something you should be doing. I hope nobody threw anything at Jeff Foxworthy on Friday night at the Black Oak Amp. Uh, Maybe it's time for some lessons in etiquette. Yes, it's become a... Let's see, who, who all did... They had something thrown. Let's see. Uh, yeah, Ava Max, BB Rexa, Kelsey Ballerina have all had objects thrown at them in a concert. There was somebody over the weekend that had uh, had something thrown at them as well. Let's see here. Uh, I can't find it. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, let's see. Who is this guy? This is uh, Harry Styles was hit in the eye. By a hurled object during a concert in the latest incident of a recent trend. He was on his Love on Tour in Vienna and somebody threw something at him. 
Yeah, he's a member of uh, One Direction. Former One Direction member, I should say. Sorry. He is seen strutting down the runway with his microphone when an unknown object is launched at his eye. He winces in pain, bends over, covers his eye with his hands, and then walks down off the stage. Understandably agitated, yes? Anyway, it's happened again and again and again, and let's look at some etiquette items here. There are seven concert etiquette questions and how people were uh, answering. Is it okay to shout something funny at the artist? 23% say yes. Is it okay to try to touch the performer's hand? 58% say no. Yeah, I don't know if they asked him, hey, well, what if they're reaching down to touch your hand? Is it okay? Yes, that's okay. Is it okay to bring a huge poster you made and hold it up? 32% say yes. 68% of people say that's not cool because you're blocking people's view behind you, which, yeah, you, you pay all this money to go to a concert and somebody holds up a giant poster in front of your face the entire time. That's not cool. And let's see, is it okay to sing along at the top of your lungs? 48% say it's fine. 52% wish that you would just shut your mouth so they can hear the actual singer. (laughs) Ah, you know, they're expecting you to sing along. But how loud are you singing? Come on. Uh, The next question, if you need to use the bathroom or get a drink, is it okay to climb over other people's seats to get out? 14% of people think that's acceptable. Others don't. If there's no one sitting in them, then why not? You know, you see that happen. I've done it many times at football games and stuff. There's nobody sitting in front of you, but there's a long line of people beside you. Why not just pop down to the next row and get out that way? Another question, is it okay to film entire songs on YouTube? 53% say no. 47% say it's okay. And half of those say it's okay to film the whole concert. I don't understand this. I mean, I understand if you want to film a moment or something like that just to be able to go back and look at it. But look, you're there. Why not experience it? I can't. I I don't understand it. People holding their phones up, recording the entire thing. I mean, the file alone is going to be so large. And those are the things I think of. And the final question. If it's an on-demand tour like Taylor Swift's, is it okay to go to multiple concerts on different days? 31% say no. They say it's time to give somebody else a chance to go. What do you think? 870-505-1518. Good morning. Now, your headlines. A federal judge was asked on Friday to remove the Ten Commandments from Arkansas's Capitol grounds. Attorneys representing offended Arkansans and the Satanic Temple argued opposite lawyers from Arkansas Attorney General's office. Each wanted the judge to make a summary judgment before and in place of a trial on whether the Ten Commandments should be left where it is or removed. The state argued a hundred other monuments exist on public land identical to Arkansas's Ten Commandments. The state said this legal precedent makes them constitutional. The parties against the monument uh, presented their own examples and said on three occasions the Supreme Court heard cases regarding the Ten Commandments on public grounds, and in two of those cases they were ordered to be removed. The judge ended the hearing without a decision from the bench and said she would issue a written statement on whether it will go to trial. And according to the Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, there was a single boat crash on Beaver Lake on Friday night around 10 p.m. Six people were on board and two of those were transported to Mercy Medical Center in Rogers with non-serious injuries. Clayton Orris was fishing in the area of the accident and said, quote, they were going at about an idling speed and then they started getting closer to me. All of a sudden, they just floored the boat. End of quote. According to the Game and Fish Commission, the boat hit the ground beneath the lake, causing the accident. Whenever it hit, it ejected all six of them out of the boat. Price brought all six people to shore after the crash. 
And finally, the University of Arkansas is teaming up with a company called Guild to provide new career growth opportunities for Tyson employees. The two companies will offer U of A certificates and degrees through a program called Upward Academy, similar to a program that the university and Guild announced for Walmart employees earlier this year. Cheryl Murphy, the vice provost for district for distance education at the university, says the partnership is key to, quote, reaching learners employed by globally reaching businesses based in Arkansas, like Tyson Foods and Walmart. Those are your headlines. Good morning. Good morning to you. How is your coffee tasting this morning? Yes. Do you brew out of the traditional brewer or are you a Keurig person with the pods? I have to say, uh, we do the pods at our house. Yeah, because we have a coffee maker that uh, when we built our house, we made sure that it had the plumbing directly ran to the Keurig. So we never had to fill it up. I know ridiculous luxury, if you will, but uh, you just think about how often you have to fill that thing up anyway yeah don't 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 text me about the environment with those pods but anyway uh the the keurig makes a very unique sound and for those of you that use a keurig might recognize the sound from this viral impression yes this teacher in minnesota i don't know for whatever reason shared a video of himself doing an impression of a keurig coffee maker brewing a cup and of course the clip went viral. Take a listen and see if this sounds familiar to you. This is my impression of a Keurig coffee maker. we go that was the impression of a keurig coffee maker that has gone viral i think he got it pretty close he forgot the click at the end when it's done it's like click. right so there's some kind of click anyway all I, all I know is i'm about to go brew a cup of coffee and uh, see what it sounds like all right good morning hey i want to tell you about another podcast i'm doing one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media our government and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review, rate us, whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up, show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.